0: Jeff, Laura, and Backstage Ben. And things we said on the radio. Bad boys,
1: bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they
0: come for you? It's time for another installment of Dumb Local Criminal. And full disclosure, so many just today alone. I went with one. Maybe, just maybe, we'll get one to later uh, later on in the show. But this, this is nuts. And evidence that neighborhood watch slash nosy neighbors... It, they, works. Oh, okay. it works. It okay.
2: works. Oh, really? It,
0: it really works. So okay. if you had a Barry or a Barry 2. Barry 2. <laughs> Donnie.
2: Don- Donnie's my boy now. Yeah. I,
0: feel, I feel like a couple, every few years they go to City Hall and receive a plaque for giving back to their community <sighs> under the uh, the header of law enforcement. So we're going to take you to Strathroy. So 25 minutes-ish of uh, west of London, where a 30-year-old Sarnia man and a 33-year-old Thorndale woman are facing numerous charges... So police were alerted to uh, a theft in progress uh, at about two thirty on Saturday morning. Again, it's often that police respond after a theft has happened, and then they have to try to reverse engineer and figure it out. But they, they pull up, lights out, like tippy toe and quiet, and they're like, "Oh my gosh, they're actually sti- like we can see what they're doing. This is all the evidence we need." <laughs> so they located a suspect vehicle uh, in a parking lot. Then the the dumb local criminals were like, "Oh." Lights and sirens, we better try to flee. So they hop into a stolen pickup truck. Officers do the, the pin slash pit maneuver, so they can't go oh, anywhere. I love that move. Oh, Good job. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> beautiful. Hats off to the officers in this one. They find um, 28 grams of crystal meth. Oh, LSD. Uh, break and enter tools, because, again, they were breaking into, into local businesses. Weapons uh, and stolen checks. So they really had, like, they, this was a cornucopia what a very 1990s crime. This I know. Yeah. I know. Like, they have card skimmers still, too? Yeah, like, what, what's going on there? Uh, here's where it got scary, though. Officers also found an unloaded shotgun outside oh. of the truck.
1: Ooh. So, the fact
0: they had weapons. So, not shocking. Uh, the pair, they're, they've remained in custody. They'll appear in court later on this morning. But police are saying so the businesses that lost their, their stolen items, everything was returned. Then you have uh, the fact that they said, without this, this, I don't want to say nosy neighbor, not the right term, concerned citizen, without that tip or that heads up, this wouldn't have happened. Now, wisely, this person that saw this all going down didn't try to run over with a baseball bat or a golf club and say, hey, get hey, out of here. Good. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. They called the
0: police, so the it's- police came in and
2: that would not be the case with Barry. No. Barry, his heel is healed, by the way. He shattered it, just kept walking on it so he could still go hunting. He would go hunting.
0: <laughs> Put on his camo. And, and just... not
2: for moose. Don't mess with his yard.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, Strathroy, not so fortunate to have a couple of neighbor berries to protect the hood. But True. Here it is. So congratulations to uh, to Strathroy police and all of this and dealing with it. And a couple more uh, knuckleheads. They're, uh, they're off the streets, but this could have been a very scary incident, but it this was this was textbook. so uh, uh, they're saying it's a salute and again, a wise eye is very helpful on top of all those doorbell cameras that exist.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh, so people keep trying to do this in my neighborhood on yeah. my neighborhood. Uh, sorry with, with my neighborhood Facebook group. It's actually just the gas meter guy that every time he's going through yards to check the meters, <laughs> Oh my gosh! That's that guy. He's got a weird thing on his on his on his belt. It's the gas The
0: the neon outfit doesn't give it away. I think it's
2: a different guy than it has been for the last couple years. They might have shifted around. You know, Uh,
0: poor dude. Poor dude. People get reassigned.
2: Every every retiree is peering out their (laughs) window like, "What are you doing? Don't touch my garden." Yeah.
1: Jeff and Laura with backstage Ben. Virgin Radio. I did not know that. I did not know that. I did not know that.
0: So we're all human. Scientists created the world's biggest family tree, which links a little over 27 million people. So here's the play on all this. So a ton of scientists into the numbers of a few hundred. They've been working together for many years. And after the computer... It took two years of this computer to just process basically one equation to sort through what ended up being 27 million people. So a genetic model combines thousands of modern and prehistoric genomes, providing some new insight into key elements in human history. So basically, they built a huge family tree, a genealogy for all of humanity that models the history that generated all the genetic uh, variation that we find in humans today. So here's some of the numbers, and I I, I won't kill you on it, but I'll bullet point it. They went through eight databases containing about four thousand different genome sequences from two hundred and fifteen populations. They had sampled DNA from around the world, some going as far back as a hundred thousand years. So that resulted in uh,
2: some old fingernails,
0: some re- <laughs> some real old <laughs> data. Almost twenty-seven million ancestors and two hundred and thirty-one million ancestral lineages. So this is this is crazy town. They said they've never had data to this level of depths. Like So much of it's so new they have to kind of discover and figure out what it means. It's like information that existed but they, they didn't have answers to would this even be something that's solvable. So the computer algorithms explained these patterns predicted when and where pe- these people lived. It covers the migration out of Africa, interbreeding with Neanderthals, the arrival of primitive humans in Asia and Oceania. They said this is Phenomenal! This is the next generation of DNA sequencing, and why? What's the root of it? Beneficial for medical advancement and genetics. They want to see like where. What is the root cause of diseases we still deal with today? Mm-hmm. Ooh, a lot of it is just okay. a genetic switch that's flipped, part of creation when two people come together and make a new human. Where. One side has never had an issue, and what does this new recipe look like? So they're, they're trying to distill this down to the simplest form to help us going future. Yeah, Interesting. Forward in the future.
2: Uh, aren't they supposed to be looking at what they're putting in our food? To be uh, honest, perfectly honest with you. Well,
0: me? that's, again, with their medical genetics, they said it's separating out true associations between genetic reasons and environmental and food-based. Uh, ah,
2: okay. Now, is this something that us peasant people are going to get access to? Like, am I going to have another person with the last name Geddes add me on Facebook and be like, "Oh, thank you. I'm your cousin's mother's brother." Like, Blah blah blah. <laughs>
0: I, no, I think it's more it's gonna stay more so in the lab. It won't okay, uh, that's good. That's it won't good. cross over to another Facebook friend request. Uh, as long as they don't have a website that's just the one gigantic tree and we realize we're all related somehow. Yeah, that's, I, I also that. was
2: worried that's real Yeah, you're I'm hoping
0: more for like a, a family forest or something, you know, like A <laughs> Bunch of trees. I don't want the same trunk. <laughs>
2: <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I mean your wife does have the same first name as your sister, so at <laughs> last now. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben
2: every morning. Virgin Radio.
0: Happy International Women's Day. Thank you. Hashtag break the bias. Uh, you'll see selfies of people crossing their arms to strike an X. That's the pose on socials. To show solidarity with the theme, or for the theme, part of me, of International Women's Day. It's the uh, spotlight of individual and collective biases against women that fuel gender inequality. We're gonna have a couple of different themes uh, through the course of the show. One includes talking about women in sport, uh, women in business, uh, because and, and it's mostly like factoids of "Whoa, I did not know that." Um, we'll get into one too in a couple of minutes. Bimboism—that's something yes, Laura's gonna. something
2: I'm very passionate about, and I I'm happy to see make a comeback with an asterisk. <laughs>
0: So we'll uh, we'll touch on that one soon. In, in a little bit of focus in what I've loved I- in sport in the last couple of years. Look, I'm a father to two daughters. I have a wife. So uh, clearly, there's there's one sex that. That takes ownership in, of, of so much of my house and my life.
2: Yeah, and I will say, though, you don't have to have a wife or daughters to treat women equally. 100%. I think that's a big thing about internet. You know, sometimes when you hear stories like this, it's like, oh, I have daughters. Well, don't. It, it's just uh, the other half of the planet.
0: But the point being, I have a very good perspective because I'm able to see so much through their eyes and yeah. hear the stories of what they're going through on the daily basis. What I'm loving now is being a fan of of most sports. I would say I, I focus a little more on hockey than others, but in seeing in the last three years alone with women in the NFL on the executive side, coaching staff, NBA hiring women Referees going, oh, you can ref too. Yeah, you, you, you don't think, huh? Because they can read a rule book just like a dude can read a rule book. <laughs>
2: Thanks. <laughs> like yeah, I know. Like a, that's like a, the equivalent of patting somebody on the back when they bring creamers to the office. Uh, yeah, I know. Right, am I, am I like know. supposed to be appreciative of this? <laughs>
0: but the NHL has gotten wise with some phenomenal uh, female hockey players of, of all the years, and they've incorporated them to crucial roles. Amy Granato is a name that if even if you're the slightest of, of hockey fans, you'll know uh, from her success uh, with, with Team USA. And she is very much the pioneer of women's hockey. She's in the Hockey Hall of Fame. Recently hired as the assistant general manager of the Vancouver Canucks. Oh, love it. You have uh, Bridget LaCroix. She is from uh, Manitoba. So she's a, a pro scout for the Chicago Blackhawks. Also on the list, the first Indigenous woman to scout for an NHL team. The first, uh, uh, one of the first First Nations peoples to play hockey for Canada at the Winter Olympics back in 2018. Here's one that has a local tie because she has a ton of friends in uh, southwestern Ontario and is in the area a lot for her hockey clinics, but Haley Wickenheiser... Massive Canadian Olympian. Yeah, oh yeah. Like, if her list of gold medals, you scro- you have to scroll yeah. down on the yeah. page because she's won so much. She got a promotion. So she was hired a couple of years ago by the Toronto Maple Leafs. But now she's the senior director of player development. So, like, she is one of the big shooters for that hockey team. All while uh, going through med school to become a physician. I know. She's unbelievable. <laughs> she is inspiring to everyone. She has. And if you have... Uh, a youngin in your household that is is getting into sport and understanding it, you, you should totally register them for Wickfest. This is an annual event. It showcases uh, girls and women's hockey. They invite female hockey players from across the world, and they're here for five to seven days. It's hockey workshops and clinics and games. It leads instructors that I
2: love that. It's,
0: Laura, it's phenomenal to see this. It it's unbelievable. It grows year by year on a massive, a massive scale, so they've got huge plans for this summer with COVID being kind of, I don't want to say relaxed, but things opening up a little bit, so we'll keep you updated on WICFest, but just a slice of so many wonderful women in sport that continue to make a difference and then open doors for others behind them.
2: Yeah, another one in another sport, i got to give a shout-out, Kitchener's Mandy Bujold. I mean, what an incredible yep. empowering person. If hockey's not, if you can't skate like me, but yeah. you can punch, yeah. get <laughs> her up, you know?
0: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. So we'll have more on this uh, throughout the course of the show with International Women's Day as mentioned it's hashtag break the bias
1: it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with backstage Ben yeah. station. Virgin
0: Radio today International Women's Day it's a uh, hashtag break the bias so you'll see that expose and socials solidarity man solidarity woman See what I did there. <laughs> <Don't> oh my. <laughs> Can you this please? Go actually, weird. for
2: the rest of the show, I want you to give me the cheesiest International Day's <laughs> Women's Day greeting ever. Please okay. thank you. I'll, I'll try my Starting very best.
0: Now. Laura wanted to get into combo <laughs> about taking back. Bimboism.
2: Okay, so this is a trend that I've been actually seeing pop off on TikTok. And I kind of researched into it and looked into it a little bit more and just kind of thought about my own experiences. Like how many workplaces have you been in where somebody has been called a bimbo? Strictly because maybe they have their nails done. Maybe their hair is done. Maybe that winged eyeliner is on point. Mm-hmm. However, they are actually incredible at their job and boiled down to one word just because of how they look. The study still says one in four people appearance uh, go through appearance discrimination in the workplace, makes it more toxic and more often than not. That is against a woman. Now, I've been seeing a growing trend of people on TikTok, though, completely lean into the bimboism. And by that, I mean women are finally not caring what you think about us having our makeup done, our hair done out of the workplace, and still being able to crush our jobs. But I feel like there's still a lot of work to be done. So if you are one of those, one of those people that has been considered a bimbo, but absolutely crush it at your work, I want to hear about yes. it. Yes, I would love to hear about it. So for example, there's a woman I follow on TikTok, and a lot of the times she's a financial advisor. She's actually Canadian. She's incredible. A lot of people say, oh, you're just a dumb bimbo. Your husband bought all the stuff you worked for. And she's like, no, I can show you. And she physically shows People that receipts on TikTok. I earned all this money myself. I had a hundred thousand dollars saved in the bank by the time I was twenty-eight. I'm a millionaire at thirty, and that's the stories I would love to see. Like you got to stop judging somebody based on their love for the glam.
0: What I'm, I get it, but I don't get it because I'm not a woman. But the whole having to prove like. You don't have to defend the truth. She knows what she's accomplished. And the fact that there is enough pressure still that she had to go and validate it. That's like that sucks because she earned it. She worked for it. But because of a few people and some choice words, she felt like she still needed to engage them.
2: It's like the typical conversation of take any one of your female friends that knows a lot about vehicles. And if you are a dude, go to a mechanic's place with her and see which one gets talked to. It'll be the guy. It's like when I was buying my house, because I know like I would dress up a little bit for our meetings with our, you know, financial stuff. I barely got spoken to. Come on! Yeah. And it's like, it, there's still that assumption. And I just, I would love to hear stories of how, you know, people may, may have treated you or been like, oh yeah, she's a bimbo, but you've proved them 100% wrong. I think it's time to take back that word. I'm seeing more people play into it on TikTok too. And they're like, okay, well, if you're going to treat me like I'm dumb, I'm going to play dumb and get the perks of that while also crushing you at your job.
1: (laughs) Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio.
0: Happy International Women's Day.
2: We are breaking the bias against bimboism. Yeah. Just because a woman looks good, maybe you want to have your nails. Maybe just because you look like a woman, you have bias against you at work. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I used to always hear the term bimbo. And I think finally we're taking the term bimbo back. I'm seeing people on TikTok be like, you know what? You can call me a bimbo all you want. I'm crushing you at your job. if you want to treat me like I'm dumb, I'll play into it and get that side of things too. Do what you want to do. But we've got Elisa on the line. Elisa, you're in the trades. So what is kind of some of the biases that you've dealt with at work?
1: Um, I mean, it's always difficult when you're working alongside some people that maybe don't appreciate women in the trades. And, you know, you get brushed off a lot more often or not taken seriously or, you know, anything you do is wrong. Um, and it's a little bit frustrating because there are so many women in the trades that just kill it every day. And I see more and more women in the trades every day and I love it. I love that
2: too, and we were just talking off air. We got to give a shout out to this conference. Hopefully, it'll be back in person this year. The Build a Dream Expo. You were you were at one of the booths the one year. I am would the one year. But if you if you want to be a woman in trades or just learn more about that, that is such a great and inspiring
1: night. There's yeah, there was a lot of women there. It was like really inspiring just to see everybody come out and you know talk about their stories and and just to see the kind of interest uh, that you know when they have having the
0: trades I yeah. love it and go to webuildadream.com because they have uh, actually they're doing a couple of virtual events the spark your career that's March 10th so that's coming up you yeah, got one real nice. soon then one at the end of March and that's actually being co-presented by Elliston. and at least I don't know what was well what was your inspiration to lean into the trades going this is something I want to do for the rest of my life
1: Oh, I mean, like, growing up, I was always just a hands-on kind of girl. Yeah. Um, worked in, like, the restaurant industry or whatever, so I always kind of had those hands-on jobs, but yeah. I've always wanted to, like, build with my hands, and then I just kind of fell into that career path, and I haven't looked back. I love it.
0: I What I appreciate with socials and what kind of popped up during... COVID and the lockdowns, the volume of women that stepped up where they were either just straight up bored going, well, um, I'm still doing my regular job, but at night I don't want to just sit on the couch. So they're DIYing, they're building. Uh, I saw a woman build a luxury kitchen. Her husband, was he he basically broke his back, couldn't do anything. And she went, I can do it. The, the designer gourmet kitchen she made with no prior experience was mind blowing. And seeing it, that man. inspiration, then the trickle down effect of someone else witnessing and going, oh my God, I can do this too.
1: And that's definitely the thing is you see other women doing it and that just inspires you to be like, hey, wait a second. I didn't know I could do that or, you know, and like there's so many good resources out there between Build-A-Dream or even like YouTube. Like there's, you can do it.
0: A hundred percent. And and just being that inspiration for the next generation and, and, and having two younger daughters at the age of 15, there's been a lot of conversation about the trades. And yeah. and I saw a stat, I think it was last week, in the next 10 years in, in Canada alone, there'll be 250,000 trade workers that are set to retire. Oh wow! And, oh, so the the void is massive, and I mean, someone who's in it, you could speak to the shortage of needing people to go do this job.
1: Oh, easily, easily, yeah. Always looking for new people, and I mean, the the opportunities are there no matter what sort of trade path you're looking for. The opportunities are there,
2: as the, the great Shania Twain once said, "Let's go, girls."
1: <laughs> 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 it's Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben, My Station. Virgin Radio.
0: Happy International Women's Day to all the badass, powerful women in the world having some conversation about bimboism. as uh, Well, the theme for this year, the campaign, is hashtag break the bias.
2: Yeah, and I want to break the bias on bimboism. I've seen this kind of being taken control of on TikTok a little bit more, but people who are not, you know, who enjoy, maybe you will have your nails done, maybe your makeup's done, maybe you simply just get called a bimbo because of your hair color and even, like, your skincare routine. I'm not even quite sure. But we need to break that bias because just because somebody wants to take care or, you know, look a certain way does not make them vapid and an airhead and all of that stuff that we have dealt with for so long as ladies. And I mean, this first started with Elisa, who we were talking to on the phone. And she said, I work in the trades and people all the time just undermine me or always have these little comments or don't listen to the suggestions that I say when I'm right. And that happens all the time. Like, for example. We uh, got, we're getting so many texts, by the way. Uh, I have blonde hair, blue eyes, and I like nice clothes. I worked three jobs while I was in school full time in order to buy my first house by myself at 23. And I always get comments on, oh, daddy must have bought you that house. Well, it's because it, I hustled.
0: It sucks that it's people's insecurity, which often leads to a comment, a point, a, a, a shot, a dig at someone like it. It's, it's jealousy. It yeah, is it's jealousy, yep, yep. and it's going to still take time. Unfortunately, they're generations. Because I just said to Benny off the air, we had one text about, about you know, honey, deer, all that. I have never said that. There's one woman that I'll, hey, hun, that is that is my wife.
1: Okay. But if I'm out and That's a good I good one I'm, that makes sense. If I'm out <laughs> at a
0: restaurant, I don't say hey, dear, hey, honey. I don't snap my fingers for someone's attention. <laughs> but that you go to the older generation people in their 50s, 60s, 70s, and beyond. That was the life they lived, not being right today but it, it does stink that it's going it's a slow move mm-hmm. at, at a glacial speed.
2: Yeah, so I want to hear your stories. Have you been considered a bimbo and how are you crushing it at where you are? This text... Sh- this text, unfortunately, brought back some memories for me, too. I quit a job because in a team meeting, I was told I was too loud and needed to be softer as a woman. To uh, They said, safe to say, I left on the spot after three years. I was on a different radio show, and I was told every radio show needs to have the doe, the dick, and the dork. And the doe is there uh, to bat their eyelashes yeah. and go, <laughs> Needless to say, I didn't Brutal. do that. And I
0: that Brutal. Brutal. <laughs> oh, uh, an email that has actually come in, and it's, it's a husband in defense going, 100% bimboism is still strong to this day. And a fine example is he's comparing his wife to himself. And, and in summary, his wife, so they're both medical professionals, saying, however, I'm a student working part-time. She fully certified. She just got into school uh, before I did and therefore working earlier. Patients consistently ask her when uh, completing imaging tests if she knows what she's looking at, or if she can say anything, because only the doctor knows. Uh, or, or, or if she can't say anything because only the doctor knows what the scan is showing. She went to school for six years to do what she does, and is very good at it. She's also young, beautiful, and blonde. Uh, meanwhile, as a student, and uh, the only guy in my side of the medical office, I'll walk into a room to do a far simpler test, and people assume I'm the manager or even a physician. It's wrong, wow. and people need to reevaluate how they see women in the medical field along with all other fields of work. And just a uh, big thanks for the messages on International Women's Day. Well, that's our job to have this conversation to hopefully get people to do a little more reading, grab a little more understanding, and you know what, even if you're old, you can change your mind and your perspective on what you've been thinking previous to this day.
2: Yeah, here's another one. Graduated college with an advanced diploma in landscape design. Worked at nursery straight out of college and got called sweetie and dear by customers. I had a boss who wouldn't equal my pay to my male counterparts because I wasn't as much of an asset. Five years out of college, I've been working as a designer and estimator now for one of the biggest landscaping companies in the city for nearly three years. Yes. Yes.
0: Jeff and Laura in the morning with
1: backstage Ben on Virgin Radio.
0: Happy International Women's Day with hashtag Break the bias. United Nations they're saying this is uh, simply a time to reflect on progress made, a call for change and to celebrate the acts and courage and determination by ordinary women. and and then just kind of scouring all things International Women's Day and just picking up some interesting articles and stories and we, we've had, had some great conversation surrounding bimboism. And the impact it's had for so many women at work uh, in the world, from politics all the way down. We talked to women in sport. I wanted to touch on again some ordinary women that have risen up from an idea, a thought, and turned it into something that we, in some way, shape, or form, these next three women, they have impacted your life. Have you heard of Miss Vicky? <laughs> As in Miss Vicky's potato chips.
2: Spicy dill pickle? Oh, oh gosh. spicy ketchup now, too. <gasps> oh, yeah,
0: yeah, and you get the garbage bag size mm-hmm. at Costco. Yeah. Unbelievable. <laughs> 1987, part of the Alliston Potato Festival. <laughs> uh Vicky Kerr and her husband, uh, they uh, owned a farm in New Lowell. So think about 40 minutes west of Barrie. And with this, brought a recipe and boom, next thing you know, fast forward to... The mid-90s, she sells a chunk of it to hostess Frito-Lay and makes oodles and oodles of cash. And uh, she, since then, she has continued to show women how to be entrepreneurs to take their ideas and scale up and turn them into their own businesses.
2: I love that. Um, oh, man.
0: It's it's just an incredible story. Again, it brought something in. Uh, it was a family recipe that she tweaked and altered. And, and look where Miss Vicky's is today, one of the most popular chip brands in the country oh, yeah. and growing internationally voices.com, London, Ontario's Voices, uh, voices.com, yeah. Co-founder and chief brand officer that's uh, Stephanie Cercely. So, this was a business idea that she and her husband developed on the back of a napkin at the kitchen table. What? And, yep. Now it's the world's largest online marketplace for voice actors. I, I was a part to, of
2: voices.com for like 2 years. Me
0: too. I got to do a um uh, actually a podcast uh, with her. No way. She's incredible. And like driven. You talk about there's a reason that she is so successful. Another one that uh, I've got a couple of pairs in my life at home. And that would be Spanx, the founder, Sarah Blakely. So dad's a lawyer, doesn't know what to do. Thinks, okay, maybe I should go into law school because I want to be a good daughter. And then went, but I don't want to be a lawyer. So for two years, she said, I want to do something fun. She gets a job, no joke, at Disney World. Just the happiest place on earth. And then she takes about 8000 bucks in cash, heads to North Carolina where they do a lot of textile work and hosiery. Because she had an idea for something that developed into Spanx. So she found one person there that believed in her. And why? Because his three daughters said, Dad, this is going to be a phenomenal idea. Well, you fast forward a handful of years, the company ends up being valued at $1.3 billion. She sells it last October. She gives her 750 employees each 10,000 bucks in cash. I love it. And then said, hey, by the way, the corporate credit card is going to pick up two first class flights anywhere you want to go on planet Earth. Just as a thank you. You all retain your jobs, everything moves forward. It's phenomenal. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, because she's a basketball fan, she convinced her husband, oh, yeah, by the way, we're going to buy a part of the Atlanta Hawks. So uh, I want to get into basketball. Love that. <laughs> I love all of
2: this. Yeah. Uh, all of this. Can I also just give a shout out to the women I just told you guys about off air? Yep. <laughs> just pop that off on CNN. All right. Finland's 36-year-old female Prime Minister Sanna Marin. She heads a governing coalition of five different political parties. So they're all working together. They're all led by women and almost all aged in their 30s. Uh, It's a nation widely run by women. Doesn't matter what political party you're associated with. Uh, The strong participation in women in decision-making has helped build that nation, ranking first among the world's 193 nations in sustainable development. And UN actually says Finland has achieved or nearly achieved the U.N.'s goals for improving health, education, water, energy and peace, alleviating poverty and reducing inequality.
0: And also your three stars of the day. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff and Laura in the morning with Backstage Ben
1: on Virgin Radio. It's guest gossip on Virgin Radio.
2: Snoop, D-O-double-G, he is clearing the air on some rumors that we heard about the Super Bowl halftime show. So, you know, we had the, you heard about the Super Bowl committee being all up in arms about Snoop maybe flicking that little roach out of his hand before he went on stage and, you know, about Eminem taking a knee and all of that stuff. Well, Snoop Dogg actually said that was not the case. He said uh, Jay-Z went to bat for them 100%. He said we love each other, not secretly, publicly we love each other. It is what it is. He went to bat for us, and he told the, the NFL, he's out. If they don't let them be themselves up on stage, he's out. That's why Snoop got to wear his colors. You know, originally they didn't want him to wear crip colors. Uh, all of that stuff. He said, if you don't let these people be themselves, I'm done. I'm off. I don't want this partnership I with you anymore. I respect that
0: big time. Yeah. Oh, yeah, huge.
2: Yeah, because that, there's a lot of money tied to that partnership. So Huge. And the fact that
0: whether it was just... I don't know what they got over the NFL, whether it's ego or just, but well, we have to appease to the masses. Well, you still did. You did appease to the masses. That's why you had the volume of people watching and taking it in as you did.
2: Yeah, yeah. such a fun halftime show. It,
0: it was super fun. One of my favorites, but it was still about the safest it could possibly be with yes. that group of people. Correct. Right you know? right. Right. It's
2: still, and but safest, but then still considered risque by a lot of <laughs> yeah. which is ridiculous, yeah. which is ridiculous. But yeah, just wanted to give you an update on that one. Hey, another update. Queen's still kicking. Don't know if you noticed, uh, Hollywood Unlocked sure did. After le- releasing a quiet little apology last week, we just figured out uh, last hour and get us gossip. Looks like I, so Benny mentioned they're taken off Twitter. It looks like they're also shadow banned on Instagram yep. now. Jason Lee did release an apology, but also a ten-point fact-checking sheet saying that although several publications have dismissively character- characterized Hollywood Unlocked as just a tabloid site, as a matter of record, up until this point, all of our sources have delivered us accurate accounts that have later been substantiated by larger publications. So breaking stories before anyone else is not uncommon or atypical for us. Okay, just humble yourself a little bit. Yeah. It's okay to be wrong when you are. like, It is entertainment news, and I understand that. However, you were so adamant that the queen was dead. This is not like, a oh, someone's pregnant, or like, you know, did he cheat on her? Yeah. You're going after the Royals here. You've got to have the info correct and proven.
0: I would love, and I bet you there's sites on there that'll help you view certain sites in their web traffic. And I could only imagine the spikes that he would have seen on his site for multiple days until, you know, some of the hype died down and no one else substantiated his story. Yeah, (laughs)
2: yeah, exactly. Okay, now I need to prepare you to get ready to cry. This is a story that is going viral on Twitter currently. A tweet was posted a couple days ago. It is a little girl singing, Let It Go in a Bomb Shelter right now in Ukraine. Mm -hmm. Idina Menzel has retweeted it, so it's getting a lot of you know a lot of love online right now. She said, We see you, we really, really see you. И забудь, что прошло уже не вернуть. Отпусти.
1: oh, oh. Uh, my heart
2: my heart everyone's heart right now she's already getting tweets from people saying we want to give you a record deal but also just it is such bravery and the way that this little girl was able to quiet and calm down a bomb shelter yeah. like i have complete and utter goosebumps we'll retweet that if you want to see the video too
1: Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio.
0: Natalia will try her luck to beat Backstage Ben again. So we're going months back, but you you beat Ben and what did you figure? It was a 3-2 score? Yes, it was 3-2.
1: Okay.
0: So let's see. Um, Natalia does have an audience. She's on her way to, to Western in a kinesiology program, but Jasper <gasps> gets to enjoy Virgin Radio each and every day. Just as a little background. Who's a good boy, Jasper? Hi,
2: Jasper.
0: Want a treat? <gasps> Who wants Watch a, a treat? We want that treat? Jasper.
2: I hope you yeah, have a dog right. cam. We want to see that footage. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: so, uh, we just forgetting in the line to tell you. We've got tickets for a craze that show next Thursday at London Music Hall. St. Paddy's Day. Don't know if you have plans, yeah. but all that being said, Maybe. you've got you've got tickets. So,
1: uh, my friends and I have been wanting to go to it, so I finally have a ticket. There you go. Oh, hey. Yeah,
0: you've got a pair, so now you just have to figure out oh, who yeah. your favorite friend is because <laughs> <laughs> we'll get you looked after. So once we're done the game, you stick around. We'll get you signed up for that. So, Benny, he's uh, suiting up to head out the go door. Get. And then we'll turn it over to our question, Master Laura Geddes. Uh, all
1: right,
2: all right, all right. And he's gone. Okay, Natalia, are you ready to beat Backstage Ben? Yeah. Okay. First question. This was one of the first, if not the first, animal to be domesticated 11,000 years ago in the Near East. Hint, it is not a dog. Uh, The first animal to be domesticated? Yep. Uh, In the where? In the Near East. A horse? Close. However, trivia book says a goat. Oh, (laughs) You know I why? Know. It's because they eat anything. Just follow you around. Probably start eating your clothes. Yeah. Eat your toe while you're sleeping. <laughs> oh, Who knows? Geez. Goat's got a goat. Okay. Second question. True or false. Some trees can talk to each other. Oh, my gosh. This has to be a biology question. Um, I want to say yes. That is correct. Some trees can talk to one another. When willows are threatened by insect pests, they admit a chemical warning to nearby trees who secrete more tannin to put the invaders off. Yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah.
0: (laughs) That's so crazy that that science has been able to figure that out. Oh,
2: man, nature is neat. Put on some BBC Animal Life today. just
0: get after it.
2: Okay, third and final question. Who was nicknamed the Iron Lady? Uh, Iron Lady. Mm -hmm. Is it like someone famous? Yes, quite famous.
1: (laughs) I want to say her name. Her last name. She's like a T. Hold on. No. Is it like Margaret Thatcher?
2: Thatcher? I'm gonna give it to you. (laughs) (laughs) Cut you off there, Margaret Thatcher. I know that's what you were trying to say. So we're gonna give it to you. The long. (laughs) Know that. Yeah, uh, The longest serving British Prime Minister of the 20th century. She was the first woman to hold that office. As Prime Minister, she implemented policies that became known as Thatcherism. A Soviet journalist dubbed her the Iron Lady, a nickname that became associated with her uncompromising politics and leadership style.
0: That movie with yeah. Meryl Streep, I think it's like 2010, 2011. I never saw it. Phenomenal. It good? Yeah, yeah, it's on Prime right now.
2: Meryl doesn't do bad movies, no, in no. my experience. I haven't seen a bad one yet. No, so. no I agree. Oh, actually, don't look at it. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That one doesn't yeah. count. 2020.
0: To be yeah. Itself. All right, all right,
2: all right. You okay. You play or oh, you got to give it oh, to him.
0: Where's that yell? I got to
2: wait for him to open the first door oh, so like he can actually hear me. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Ready!
1: Uh-oh.
2: Oh, oh. there he is. There he is. just
0: look like uh, good poppers and Jasper comes uh, when he's called. Hey, Benny.
2: <laughs> 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 Who's a good
0: boy? And Natalia scored uh, two out of a possible three points. Ooh. Yeah,
2: I know, oh, right? Boy. Would you like to trash talk? I'm okay. No! okay. Oh. No.
0: I like when a champ like this is just very, no, okay, no, you do you.
2: Yeah, all right, just let Benny's losing speak for itself.
0: <laughs> Whoa, we haven't even done the questions yet. <laughs> I know, well, I'll try
2: to trash talk in every single one of them. Okay, first question. This was one of the first, if not the first, animal to be domesticated 11,000 years ago in the Near East. It is not a dog.
0: A uh, A donkey.
2: Incorrect. Looking for a goat because they eat everything. That's not actually proven. I don't know if it's because they eat everything, but they do eat everything. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> you want to save the earth? Just send the goats everywhere. Get them little little scuba gear. Send them underwater. Get all that plastic. Mm, they'll have a delicious lunch. Second question. True or false? Some trees can talk to each other.
0: Oh, I've seen that happen. That's true. <laughs> Put Plantasia on late night on a Friday. They start uh, talking to each other.
2: I meant the ones in planet on the planet, <laughs> not in your mind. Uh, oh, well. Still true Yeah, you're still right uh, <laughs> Whatever, I'm going to the next question I'm not to explaining it to you You don't get it Okay, third and final question Who was nicknamed the Iron Lady? Margaret Thatcher Boom Oh, he's tied Yeah, that's you tied high, so that's, that's all right Yeah, you don't all right. get all I win is what What No, that's All okay. I do is win There you go You don't get it You don't get it <laughs> That's fine A tie is still a win for us <laughs> You're
0: on the board with a win and a tie That's a really impressive record Yeah, that's tied That
2: actually is Some real good yeah.
0: So, we'll get you to hang on. We do have a prize to put aside for you with the craze, in that show next Thursday. So, congratulations. Um, Keep going. Good on you. Kick some butt with uh, your studies at Western. Appreciate your time. And we'll give you an opportunity, just like to tell you, tomorrow at around 840 to try your luck to see if you can beat Backstage Ben.
1: Jeff and Laura with Backstage Ben every morning. Virgin Radio.